strong, empowered, authentic. What's up, Ginger Nation? This is Tosh. This is Darren, and you are listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. What's up, Ginger Nation? Ho, ho, ho. I'm Darren. <laughs> that was the least enthusiastic ho, ho, ho I've ever heard. Let's try it again. Ho, ho, ho. There it What's is. up, Ginger Nation? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to take, whichever one you want. Oh, I'm using both of them, actually. We're leaving all of this in. (laughs) Uh, There you go. Well, if you haven't guessed, I'm Tosh Taylor, and this is our final episode before the holidays. I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite Christmas song of all time and why? Silver Bells. Yep. Like, without hesitation, Silver Bells was originally the Bing Crosby version because I grew up on Bing. But Yep. Um, the Zoe Deschanel, she and him version is like, it's hauntingly beautiful. And I honestly don't know what it reminds me of, but there's something about that song that I could, and my whole life, when I hear that song play, do you remember the Seinfeld episode where Elaine dates that guy and every time Desperado comes on, he shushes her? (laughs) That's how I feel. One of the only episodes that I've seen, I do know that one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Seinfeld guy. No, we we can't be friends. Yeah. We're done. <laughs> Stop recording. We're done. Right. <laughs> um, no, I, but yeah, every time it comes on, I get like lost in this old little world, and I felt like that my entire life with the song. But I don't know what it is about it. I Amazing. really don't. Yeah. How many times have you listened to it so far this year? Every single day since September, at least Amazing. once. Yeah, it's Amazing. just I have a disgusting problem with music. Probably why I'm a, a radio <laughs> announcer. But yeah, anyway, right. what's yours? <laughs> Uh, mine is without question recently in the last 10 years, uh, sorry, in the last five years, I'd say is Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And I say that because every time that song comes on, there's this amazing drum solo that kind of happens behind the intro. And every time it comes on, I, I, I air drum with this thing and, and I, and I just get totally like, like the, 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 the season, the holiday season just kind of comes right over me and it's like. We're in Christmas right now with this song. It's my favorite song. It's, it is my favorite song in the last five years. But do you think that you loved that song before it became the Staples theme song about the kids going back to school? <laughs> or... Good point. Yeah, I was a fan <laughs> before that. <laughs> I, I am getting older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though it is yeah. the most wonderful time of the year when the kids go back to school, too. Staples 100%. was not wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They, they nailed it exactly. That's right. They, were, they no, really I lo- did. I, I love Christmas. It's one. It is my favorite time of the year, next to summer. And uh, you know, it's just a bummer. Christmas Day, right? To me, yep. Christmas Day is a bummer because everything leading up to Christmas is like this whole extravaganza. It's it's the hustle and bustle, as we all know. It's cliche to say that, but at the same time, it is actually true. Like it's you know, you go around and everyone's kind of in this mood, um, even through COVID. You know, mm-hmm. you know, with with everything going on there, I think that there's a, there's a heightened. Um, you know, excitement in the air this year. And I, I've been enjoying, you know, the lead up here. And I love the lead up anyway, in general. Yeah, me too. But then you're right. Then it just like drops off and it's done. We, every other year, this year, finally, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we've got our plane tickets booked. We fly out on Christmas Day to go see my family. Yes. And so then that makes the day better because, yes. you know, then we're going to more Christmas and we're going to see my family that we haven't, some of them we haven't seen in, you know, two years, three yeah. years. Um, but it's like, get up, 
feed the kid, like do the presents, feed the kids, tear the Christmas tree down because we have a real tree. So we can't (laughs) get the tree out of the house before we, and we have to be at the airport by 11 o'clock in the morning. So it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be a very home alone-ish, like do we have both the kids? Right. (laughs) The airport part is our kids with us. third and fourth? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No. That's really funny you should say because this particular year, we are actually leaving on Christmas Day, our host, and we're going into the city to have Christmas with my family and Cheva's family, uh, and we're staying in a hotel for two nights. <gasps> Ooh, that's so exciting. So it's like this excitement. So the kids love it because, you know, they, they, they get up Christmas morning and they, they don't know that we're going there yet. So they're okay. going to wake up and we're going to sort of give them a little note or something. And it's like, okay, pack up. We're going to the hotel. And for them, it's like, it's this whole big thing because yeah. what, what they like most about it, forget about the pool. All they care about are the waffles in the morning, like <laughs> unlimited waffles in the morning, and that's they're just drawn right to that breakfast. So it's uh, and and you're right, it does make that day a lot better because there's now something to do. You have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like extending that uh, that Christmas Eve into Christmas Day and Boxing Day. So and plus, on top of all of that, on Boxing Day, Hockey Canada, the World Juniors start, and that is the best time of the year. Okay, you're not alone on that. Ninety five of ninety five percent of Canada is agreeing with you at this very moment. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Okay, let's talk Santa, shall we? Because yeah, let's do it. Did you know that Santa Claus was a redhead? Is a redhead? No idea. Here's the thing. If you think about the way that Santa looks, even how he's depicted in most movies, except for like you know Kurt Russell's christmas chronicles version of him yes which best santa of all time i'd say agreed he kills that kills it so but if you think about old pictures whatever santa's hair snowy white a lot of people that were gingers like we've talked about before you go snowy white you don't go salt and pepper that's right you don't go gray yeah there's no gray it's white makes sense so then I got thinking, I've seen Santa as a ginger before. Where have I seen that? Do you remember Santa Claus is coming to town from the 70s? It's like a claymation Christmas movie. Yeah. and it Is, is... it the, with the reindeers and, and, and the little snowman that kind of walks without any feet? No. Um, oh. This one that, this one is the one where there's like the snow miser and uh, there's a sun god. I don't remember what his name is. Anyway, uh, this is the one where they talk. It's like the origin story of Kris Kringle. Okay. So Kris Kringle is a red-haired orphan that is raised by elves. Yep. And then he grows up to become Santa Claus. And they even show him like in his younger days as like the full beard is red, his hair is red. Now I can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that of course that Santa like legit was a redhead, but I, if you know, memory serves and if the way that redheads look as they age makes sense, it makes sense that Santa Claus would be Santa Claus would have been a redhead. That's my thoughts. Wow. Man, what goes through your brain? <laughs> the, uh, I forcefully I forcefully want everyone to be ginger. <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. And if you're not, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Pfft, I don't need you. I don't need you. No, <laughs> I'm right. kidding. But doesn't like that's right. doesn't really that cool. make sense? Don't you it think? It makes total sense. White hair, yeah. right to white, and it's bright white, like as we know. Yeah. And again, you know, in the Chronicles, it's it's depicted as a bit more salt and pepper, yeah. but that's fine. Um, I can totally see the original Chris Kringle as a redhead. Yeah. And if and if memory serves me correctly, 
there are some some so right now on on Amazon um you can go on to Amazon and you can Amazon Prime Video or whatever it is mm-hmm. and you can find um there's a collection of Christmas classics and it's cartoons right Christmas classics cartoons and i believe i saw a redheaded santa in one of these old like i'm talking from the 60s yeah yeah so i i i'm with you there tosh yeah unbelievable research and well you know i love useless <laughs> information yeah yeah that's right <laughs> That's so. right. Like the, like those books you can buy that when you're when you're in the bathroom, you're on the toilet, and you know these books you can you know Uncle John's bathroom, bathroom reader. Books. Yeah, those are the ones. Yeah, that's the one. That's Uncle the John's. one. But before, okay, <laughs> I have been on the radio for so long that I started. That's where we got our stuff to talk about was Uncle John's bathroom readers. And every time that there was a new one, they would send us a new one to the radio yeah. station. And that's that's so where cool. we got our stuff from. Yeah. There you go. Maybe I should add that to my wish list. They're a lot of fun. There must be some redhead news in some of that and some facts and figures. There has to be. 100%. So that's Gosh. that's that. And you'll you'll learn um, how much I love useless information when we talk about celebrities a little bit later on today. Amazing. I can't wait. It's, <laughs> it's like that that's my favorite part of the show is is your celebrity news. This episode was brought to you by Authentic Ginger Clothing. For more information on Authentic Ginger Clothing, go to www.authenticginger.com. Something else I want to talk to you about is I just had carpal tunnel surgery yesterday. Oh, look at you. Look at that. How have you been hiding that cast from me for the last 15 minutes? Well, because I can hardly bring it up this far because the damn thing's so heavy. It weighs 15 pounds. <laughs> it weighs 15 pounds. So it's quite an ordeal. Like, it's quite an ordeal to get ready for the surgery. And yeah. It started the night before. I asked, you know, I, I talked to my doctor, and my doctor gave me a prescription for some Ativan um, to chill me out, you know, before my surgery. So I was like, great, I'll go down and get that. I, I ended up going down, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night, and they said, it hasn't come in yet. It was supposed to come in around 3.30 this afternoon. So I started freaking out automatically because going, oh, man, if I don't have Ativan for this drive tomorrow, I have to drive an hour and a half just to get to the surgery. Fine. Anyway, it turned out it came in late. Fine. I went and picked it up late. People are freaking out about carpal tunnel. And I'll tell you right now, it was a breeze. Okay. It really was a breeze. So two needles go into your wrist. And within 15 minutes, your hand's numb. They throw you into another room, put you on a gurney, get your, you know, you can start feeling the, you can start feeling the, the, the pressure of the knife cutting, cutting through. And then, of course, it, my luck, which happened, he hits, a, he hits the bone. And then it just hits, then it just tweaks a nerve. And my, the nerve just <clears throat> slides all the way up through my arm and into my head. I'm going, holy shit, I felt that. And he goes, oh, that's just, that's nothing. Don't worry about that. It's nothing. He just shook my whole freaking body. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> right? So anyway, it, it's just whole thing. So. So I had that yesterday, but the real story comes when I get home because I get home, nobody's home, everyone's at work, the kids are at school, and I have one arm, one hand because I can't use this arm. And I started thinking, oh shit, like I can't, I can barely put clothes on. I, I had to struggle to get off my coat. I had to struggle to get lunch, and I just ended up saying, screw it, like I'm going down the street and I'm gonna get some lunch. Someone yeah. else is gonna have to make it for me because yeah. I'm. <laughs> like I'm I'm done. So then this morning I wake up. The night was fine. I woke up this morning and, you know, having to ask my kids like, can you pull up my pants over here, Shevik? Can you help me get my sweater on? Can somebody butter my toast? And I'm like, Dad, jeez, like we have to do everything for you now. I said, 
yeah, kind of. Yeah. For the next three to four days, it's all you. <laughs> so you know how that goes in my house. Like you already know my wife looks at me when I have a cold and goes, yeah, he's got a man cold, whatever. Imagine, imagine this damn thing now. So that's, that's, that's my carpal surgery. I had this one done uh, yesterday and then my other hand I have done in, uh, in January or February. depends on that. So Glutton for punishment because that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, okay, a couple of things uh, when I was looking up like celebrity redhead stuff today. Uh, first things first, uh, everybody is talking about uh, Thor and Loki. Oh, right? how come? Well, Why? because Loki... First of all, Tom Hiddleston, redhead. This is where this is going, if you didn't know that. Because Loki has black hair. Uh, I didn't know that there was a television show of this. Did you? No, no idea. Cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's been talking about it as of late because season two has been renewed for Loki. Which is why Tom Hiddleston loves it because it's like the redemption story of Loki, I suppose. I don't do superhero stuff at all. So okay. I don't know any of this. Like, But if you do and you're a fan, then you'll be super excited to know that season two of Loki is coming back to TV. I mean, that's fantastic news. It's great for the people that watch it. And I'm guessing so- from your reaction, you also do not watch it. Okay, let's get into the, the useless celebrity information then because this is kind of more exciting. Sometimes I like to just scroll through facts about movies that you might not know. So Isla Fisher... She did a movie called Now You See Me, which is a movie about magicians and that kind of stuff. So during this right. movie, she's a, the magician's assistant and she is submerged in a tank and she's like handcuffed in the tank. And the magic trick is that she gets out of the tank, like out of her shackles and out yep. of the tank, which uh, I feel like is how Houdini died. But anyway, right. <laughs> probably. so while they're filming this scene... The release button to get her out of the shackles didn't work. Uh-oh. So during the scene, she is legit drowning in oh, this no. scene. And everybody filming it and all the other like supporting actors think she's doing this amazing job of right, faking. She's freaking her- yeah. Wow. And she is actually dying at that moment. Holy freak you out. Oh, that- that's worse than a knife going to a bone. Yeah. I can tell you right now. <laughs> That's a yeah, nightmare. That is a, That's nightmare. a nightmare. Yeah, an yeah. absolute nightmare. And then yeah. uh, the sec- the third one I have for you actually involves Jessica Chastain. She was in It too. Yes. And I don't watch these movies because I don't do scary I do movies. Not. Yeah, I, I don't do scary movies either. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did actually see this scene. Uh, I I don't know if I walked in while my husband was watching it, but anyway, during It too, she films this scene where she is in a bathroom that is filling with blood, and like yeah, and yeah. So much blood. It's the most amount of fake blood that's ever been moved in, used in a movie ever. Ever. God. And she's filming that scene and she's in it, but and she's not drowning. That's not where I'm going with right. this one. <laughs> um, but the fact was that it was the most amount of fake blood ever used, but then that fake blood ruined her hair. Oh, no. Her beautiful, natural red hair. It, it would stain uh, it. Yeah, it did. She said she had these yeah. like dark blotches. Of, oh no! Of dark red stains in her hair for quite some time after filming it, and it took them weeks to film that scene. Like they just oh, kept doing God. it over and over. And she said, like the fake blood was like ice cold, and she kept having to like get in this like baby pool full yeah, of yeah. fake blood. <laughs> and it was one of the most awful things she's ever had to do. And that girl has like filmed war movies, so <laughs> right. I probably would have cut it. 
Yeah. <laughs> like just, just cut it right off and, and let it grow back it. in. Let it grow back. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? It might grow in a different color, you know, because we it just might. It just you never the know. Stress, the stress of that whole scene. Yeah. For those weeks might have just turned the hair a different color altogether. She would have gone to uh, Santa Claus Snow White. Right. <laughs> So I've got I've got three for you today. Okay. Maybe I'll have to get them down to one so that it kind of keeps us going yeah, along seriously. for the next year or so, right? <laughs> like maybe three is a little bit too much. But anyway, here's uh here's a fact for you. Uh, the name of the country Russia means what? What do you think Russia means? I that I've never thought of that at all. There are a bunch of people awesome. that are always in a rush. No. Sure. Sure. <laughs> get what, out is of here. what is it? What is it? <laughs> Land of Reds. Land of Reds. Yeah, it was named thus in honor of a redheaded Viking named Rurik. Uh, Okay, here's number two for you. In the United States, redheads are called redheads. Often, even strangers will address them as red, and often they will respond to it naturally, force of habit. In England, redheads are called gingers. So now this is something that kind of intrigued me Mm -hmm. because when I saw this this fact, I thought to myself, why in the hell did I name this company Authentic Ginger? Should have named it Authentic, Authentic Red. <laughs> or maybe there's a new version of Authentic Ginger. It's going to be called Authentic Red for the U.S. for a U.S. thing. Yeah. But it was interesting. So so rarely do they call redheads gingers in the U.S. It's more hey red. And like there's movies and, and TV shows where I've heard that being being said. Oh yeah. I will. I I I've heard I have heard it, but I didn't think that it was a thing. I honestly and would have thought the opposite. Absolutely. Me too. My dad was always called Red and my dad grew up in California. But I think that's funny because we had talked about you approaching mm-hmm. an Irish company and they said that not to use the, they wouldn't use anything with the ginger title. I know. So what we, what we need to do is we need to get someone from the consulate in Ireland to get on the podcast with us and, yeah. and give us the explanation on why it's... Uh, it's not a good idea to use gingers yeah. in Ireland. No wonder we didn't get launched there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely, God. I would like someone to explain how it's working. Well, that's the thing. We don't want to be like pissing people off over there. We want them to listen. That's right. Exactly. And we actually exactly. we actually do have a lot of listeners in Scotland. I have noticed that in our stats that a lot of people in Scotland are listening, which Perfect. is exciting. All right. And finally, um, what I've got for you is something a little lighthearted for you. Having a redheaded child in Denmark is considered an honor. <gasps> Who's going to move to Denmark? I don't Let's go. Every fucking buddy. <laughs> that Why is not? amazing. It's an honor. It's an honor. I mean, what do you get as a gift in that honor? A crown. Like, <laughs> a crown. Uh, yeah. Tierra for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, hospitals give away hats and toques and stuff to little <laughs> newborn babies. You know, that's just a little package you get. But for God's sake, what happens in Denmark? Like, is there is there chocolate? Is there an authentic ginger? That's what I should do. I should go hit the Denmark market, the yes. hospitals, yep. and uh, and say, look, I want to donate some onesies. You know, yes. some some authentic ginger onesies. Make sure I can use ginger instead of redhead first, and then put them in the packages. Like you know, if it's that much of an honor, I want to be in there too. I love every second of that. Good on you, Denmark. We should be doing that everywhere. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, maybe we can get it done here in Canada. Yeah, let's do it. We'll uh, we'll get that going. Yeah. Um. So there's there, there's the facts okay. for today. I mean, yeah, they keep coming. Another thing that we 
and Darren love about the show is reviews. So if you would like to go and leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate you. You can do that uh, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And then tell all your ginger friends. I'm talking to you, listeners. <laughs> it's important for everybody. So we can grow this puppy and we can get this this podcast to a place where everyone is listening. The Denmark hospital can be like, here is your Definitely redhead Denmark. package. Don't miss That's out right. on the authentic ginger podcast That's where you right. can learn all about your beautiful new baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Explicit language. So just be careful. Oh, yeah. Of that. Don't let the baby yeah. listen. Don't let the baby That's listen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're feeling really jazzed and excited to uh, to keep this podcast rolling mm-hmm. over the next. 2022 and beyond so we're uh we're totally stoked okay excellent and uh we are not taking a break for the holidays so we will have another guest interview for you next tuesday have a good day everyone you've been listening to the authentic ginger podcast become a part of the ginger nation by liking subscribing following and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.